0: Listening to Charging Stallion Presents. News we like. My name's Cam. My name's
1: Tim, and thanks for joining us for another week. Here we are in an impromptu sports bar. Timmy <laughs> has got the TV on mute. Is that NRL we're That's watching? It's NRL watching
0: uh, Manly versus West Tigers to Cam. Uh, Manly's up
1: 18 to 6. That man's getting his head pinched between another man's thighs. Yeah, it's erotic. This is sport. <laughs> this is sport at its best. <laughs> <laughs> How's your week been, bro? It's been good, man. Um, I got—I just showed you my newest item that I've purchased. Oh, yeah, <laughs> It's an alarm clock. I'm excited about it. I haven't used it yet. I just ordered it online. It took 20 days to get here, so I don't know where they built that, but uh, it's an alarm clock that wakes you up gradually with a fake sunrise. So rather than a noise, it's a light that slowly turns on. I told my colleague about it who sits next to me when I unwrapped it, and he said, no, that's not the right approach. I was like, what do you mean? And he said, you've got to just want to wake up. And like he took me wanting to wake up gradually as me not wanting to be alive. <laughs> Dark, bro. I just, I, just, I just don't like getting up in the morning to go to
0: work. Like, I don't want to like kill myself. It's exactly.
1: <laughs> and it was just before like a co- an important conversation happened that he said that. <laughs> so I was just quietly talking about it. Then he said that and then I was like, weird and then we just had to go into this normal (laughs) did it
0: put you in a weird state of mind yeah
1: threw me but i like i kind of respect him for it
0: is this guy after that job that you're after maybe maybe this is all tactic maybe he's just an evil genius
1: yeah he's like trying to sow seeds like you maybe you're not in the right mindset for this job
0: (laughs) do most of your stuff that you order online almost always come to you you don't ever get like jibbed
1: by stuff um Yeah, I've got fairly good luck with it. Like I'd say 99% of the time it comes, the box looks a little bit damaged, eh? It does look (laughs) a little bit damaged. And to be honest, I ordered two things and only that came. Yeah. I ordered a coffee, it's a type of coffee plunger that you put on top of the stove, stovetop coffee. Does it light
0: up as a sunrise in the (laughs) morning?
1: And rather than a whistle, it sounds like birds tweeting when the coffee's ready. Beautiful. (laughs) Yeah. And it means I'm not ready for life.
0: I ordered a um, a, a lamp. Mm. The, the like a Lord of the Rings lamp that yes. was like the eye of Sauron, Whoa. and the, the it all it like completely lit up. And then I also ordered on the same website, I got excited, I'm like, this is great. And so I also ordered um, a model of Minas Tirith, the one of the cities in Lord of the Rings, and neither of them ever came. Oh <laughs> yeah. man, just got robbed.
1: Yeah, did you feel hurt? Like you're not going to go back to that sort of thing? I, You've ordered more stuff than that, like Lord of the Rings based stuff online, yeah. right? Right.
0: Yeah, I think so. I'm just. rings. Called. you yeah, Kate. Kate and I got matching Lord of the Rings rings, and they came. I've still got mine. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Has she got hers? I don't know. I think she may have lost hers. Kate, if you're listening, go mm-hmm. find the ring. Does she just never show you it these days? Well, I never show her. Yours my, either. We never show each other our rings. <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's it's just a straight down the line friendship.
1: <laughs> <laughs> How's your week, been,
0: man, man, it's been good, man. I had um. My cousin's in town on mm. uh, over the weekend, staying with us uh, yep. from the Gold Coast. So it was good to it was good to take them out. I, I took um, I took Adam out. We we had a quite a big night on the Saturday night, and we were drinking heaps of red wine mm. and smoking heaps of weed. And he um, smoked too much weed and red wine. It's a deadly combo the two. Oh and, no! Um, yeah, we were in like a shed at our friend Yap's place, and it was just all smoke filled in there. And he got the he got the he got the greenout.
1: <laughs> yeah, fair enough.
0: <laughs> it's funny, like because I find greenout's quite funny.
1: Because Even when you're the one experiencing oh, it? Not
0: when I'm the one <laughs> that's happening to. But I've had so many now that yeah. I'm just like, well, I feel like I can laugh because yeah, I've yeah. fallen down those stairs many a times myself before. Mm.
1: How long did that take him to bounce back? Did he have to go to bed?
0: Yeah, he went, he went yeah. back home. <laughs> and then I stayed out until like 4.30 in the morning just meeting up talking shit in the garage. Nice. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, good. My mate also, I was talking to my mate Brad, so... Mm. This is a couple of days ago, and I sent him a message. And I was, and I'm in a uh, betting syndicate with a with a, with a few mates yep. where where we all chuck in money and we and we bet on things. Like he and Brad is a really good golfer and works yep. in like a pro shop and stuff. And 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 uh, I hit him up on what would be some good bets to chuck on the golf. Mm. And he told me this story about this guy that he knows, mm. and he was recently about to win. Um, a a, a multi bet that was going to come back with a million dollars. Wow! And it stumbled at the at at the very very last moment. And this is the this is the end of the story. I'm going to play it for you. Yeah. This is Brad telling me the story. I didn't really explain myself correctly, mate. But basically, he's put 11 11 leg multi, put a hundred dollars or a thousand dollars. on I, I assume it's a thousand because the result was huge. And he had he all went come down to this 50 foot putt that Kutcher lipped in. And it, if it, if it didn't go in, old mate, wins over a million dollars, bro. On a teagle, a 10 leg punt. He like I got a group chat thing, and he like legitimately like was typing an email like quitting his job like like going overseas with his missus like all this sort of shit like he he was done he checked out mentally and then the the part oh sorry (laughs) that's right no hang on and like no one's heard from him for a few weeks hey like he's gotten real quiet (laughs) anyway you can maybe use that story on uh on your podcast bro catch up soon
1: Oh, we will. <laughs> we will. Thanks, Brad. <laughs> Thanks,
0: Dolly and Brad. But dude, that close to winning. So, so what, what happened was he he needed this one guy to miss this fifty fifty um, foot putt. So he's like, he's like, well, out. Wow, like, you probably yeah. should even be putting in. And he makes this. He, the putt goes over the lip onto the green and goes into goes into the hole. And the guy misses out from winning a million dollars. And he'd already checked out. And he'd already fucking like written the letter into work. And like him and his girlfriend were planning this trip to go straight overseas. The next day and just like just get away from their lives in this one part do you imagine how slow that ball would have been rolling into that and rolling into that hole watching it on tv
1: what a feeling
0: <laughs> and because that's going to stick with you for the the rest of your life Of yeah. what if i won that like it's a matter of centimeters if that ball went two centimeters to the left or right he would have won a million dollars
1: and he was already ready for that. Yeah, he had made the changes to his own life. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> my first thought is poor guy, and my I hope second so, okay. thought, yeah, <laughs> and my second thought is I'm so relieved that that didn't happen to me.
0: Oh, dude. But like at the end of the day, he hasn't lost. I mean, he loses a grand. Yeah, but. It's the whole thing of what could have
1: been. Something that just went just in front of your nose and then carried on. Yeah. And then that little thing was a tiny suitcase full of a million dollars.
0: Have you ever gambled much, like on pokies or sports or races? Or Once anything? every, like, three years yeah. and I, what's your, what's your I just like, win. <laughs> you just always win? <laughs> what do you, what's your one of choice? Do you go pokies?
1: Uh, yeah, the, I just like to go for roulette because it's easy mm-hmm. if I'm at a casino um, or – I'll just like hand some cash to someone who's playing pokies. Normally, like my friend, he yeah. go just put that on, and then it just works. I think because
0: do you have to give when you do that? Do you do you take all the winnings, or do you give them like a a, a spinning a spinning fee? Like a, you pay a little bit of tax to to your mate, or do you? I expect them to take
1: spinning tax. Wait, so the what, most,
0: what would spinning tax be? You
1: reckon ten percent? No, I honestly reckon like as long as I get my money back, they can just have it. Oh. Yeah. You're just
0: in it for the thrill.
1: Yeah. (laughs) It's almost like I'm just testing this three year luck. Yeah. So the most recent one was in New Zealand. And we were in Wellington. I gave it to Kate and then I left. Oh, is this
0: on the on the tour? Yeah.
1: Yeah. So when we were in Wellington, there was a tiny little um, area with pokies at one of the pubs. And I gave money I to Kate that. and then and I they, left.
0: And they had that area where everyone was vaping in. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then she won and she came back and she was like, here you go. Here's all your winnings. But it, it was like 40 bucks. And I think I'd given her 40 bucks, but I was fine with that.
0: And they were all in like dollar coins. Yeah. <laughs> Because I remember after we went to, after we played, um, at, where everyone was playing pokies, and just as we walked down of there, everyone's pockets were just rattling with coins. <laughs> <laughs> but it was probably just people, mostly people just getting their money back. Yeah. <laughs> just getting it. Back. So, pretty much what you've done is turn your money from note form into coin form. <laughs>
1: yeah. You've just made yourself a little heavier. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> So if this is your first time listening to the podcast, uh, we are an obscure news podcast. What Cam and I do each week is we read out a few stories and we talk about what's happening in the
1: world. Mm -hmm. So here's the first one for you, Timmy. A new trend is sweeping Twitter right now where people send a text message to their number neighbor. Now, have you heard of number neighbours before? So so what's this on? So it's happening on Twitter, but basically a number neighbour is someone whose phone number is almost exactly the same as your number, except for the final digit. So officials are warning that it's dangerous behaviour, and it should not be encouraged, (laughs) as you should only send messages to people that you know and trust. So before we started this podcast, I said we're going to do an activity. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so,
0: um,
1: what we should do? Right,
0: write down our phone numbers. Do you, yep. so. Do you have to send ten different messages, like nine different messages, then, or eight different messages, like however I many different? I think we different... just go one. So you just so, go. You just go one number that's within one digit of your last number.
1: Yeah. So think. Just change the last. What is the last digit of your phone number?
0: Um. Um, (laughs) Hang on (laughs) It's one Okay cool I don't know it unless I read out the whole thing
1: I love that So let's change that last digit to say three Yep Um, And what we're both going to do right now And you can play from home as well Yeah get your phone out Get your phone And we'll write a message to our number neighbour So I'm going to tell you what I'll say to my number, number neighbor. We'll try to get them on the show. Like ideally they say, hey, lovely to meet you as well, number neighbor. Uh, Call me now and I'll be on your podcast. (laughs) But let's just – So what do we say? um, Like our own message? Yeah. So so you write one, but before you hit send, just read it out. Yeah. And if there's anything we can add to each other's (laughs) – I just realized how much dead air is going to be on this part. Well, if you're listening to dead air, you should be typing your own one to your number neighbor. don't be lazy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I'm just going to read mine as I go. Uh, Hi, number neighbor. (laughs) Cam here. Uh, Nice to meet you. Should I say e-meet? That's very white collar. Nice to e-meet you. I would just say nice to to talk to you.
0: I've gone, hey, number neighbor. Just
1: checking in with you. How's life? We have yeah, that's perfect, man. <laughs> Should we send that? Yeah. And then yep. as we do the rest of the show, if either of us get a text Done. back, we'll um we'll read out what the text is. So mine says, Hi number neighbor, Cam here. Nice to talk to you. We have similar numbers. How are you? So I'll hit send. Yep. Okay, cool. So here's some of the messages that other people all over Twitter have been sending and getting back. Yeah. One person accidentally found out that Keanu Reeves is their number neighbor, mm. and they said, hi, number neighbor, and they got a message back saying, hi, I'm Keanu, and they're like, like, Reeves, no way, and they're like, send <laughs> send a photo to prove it, and Keanu FaceTimed them and just had a, a video phone call with County this Reeves. yeah. I was like, he's so cool. He's man. the man. He's he going really, through.
0: He's, like, he, he's one of those people that everyone on the internet gets 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 like real into mm. loving, but it's it's for the right reasons. It's for good reasons. He's
1: a good fucking person. He's got a pure heart. He really does. Yeah. Here's some of the exchanges that people have had with their number neighbors. Uh, hey, number neighbor, and the person messages back, "Who is this? And why are you texting my husband this late?" <laughs> So people are sharing the screenshots on their Twitter. Here's another one. Hey there, number neighbour. And the reply is, do I know you? And they said, yes, we're number neighbours. And the answer was, harass me again and I'll report you to the police force.
0: (laughs) To the police force. That's when you know someone's serious, eh? When they use their full name. Not just the police, it's the police
1: force. (laughs) But the most uh, probably standout of all of these number neighbor exchanges is from a Los Angeles woman. So she sent a message saying, hello there, number neighbor, and she got these responses one after the other. I'm going to kill you. Oh, Jesus. And then next, what's the matter, number neighbor? You don't want to play anymore? And then the third one she got, well, at least you know how it's going to end. Out of fear, she blocked the number. However, she began receiving phone calls from that private number, and she declined to answer. In total, she received 70 missed calls. Her number neighbor then began sending images from a different phone of himself loading several guns. A lot of people were telling me that there's no way that he could have tracked me, but when someone's sending you things like that nonstop, second after second, it's really scary. I don't think anyone should really talk to strangers, she said. (laughs) told me this story before
0: you, you per, like purposely got me to send this fucking message before telling me like that people are getting gun photos sent to them told death threats, actual death threats. I mean, that's in America though. Eh? Yeah. We're sweet.
1: Um, it's in Brunswick. <laughs> From this apartment. Block. Yeah. <laughs>
0: um, so that's the new craze.
1: Yeah. And, um, Yeah, let's see if our number neighbours are interested in what we have to say.
0: We'll keep a monitor
1: on that. Yeah. All right, Cam,
0: headline, 60 old TVs Mm. dumped outside homes by a man dressed as an old TV. (laughs) (laughs) According to NBC12, at least 60 residents in Virginia have woken up in the morning to see the retro screens sitting outside their front door. Adrian Garner, who caught the culprit on a home security camera, said it was a guy dressed in a jumpsuit with a TV for a head. It's the weirdest thing. He squats down, puts the TV there, and walks off. It's really weird. My first reaction was, did we order this? (laughs) (laughs) Not in an Amazon box. It was just kind of strange. So I'll I'll show you a photo of...
1: The culprit. (laughs) That's what he looks like. (laughs) Yeah, I love it. That is a chunky TV.
0: Would you, um, if you could drop a gift of off to because like the end of this story is that the cops came out and they don't know mm. who, who it is and all yep. the cops have said um, yeah we could get those people for littering so stop doing it oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. very weak <laughs> but it's just it's just like these I think it's a victimless crime I yeah. think these people I, and I wanted to find out whether the TVs worked or not but I, and I put in a bit of research but there were no articles that said whether or not people had tried to turn the televisions on
1: yeah which would have been quite interesting to it find would have been out. cool like, if they worked yeah. I think you'd keep one for a while yeah. like a <laughs> you'd watch the footage. You'd be like, "Cool, cool, cool," and then it would just be something that sits in your lounge, just in the garage. I reckon. Yeah. If you had it in the garage, it would be sweet. Yeah. Like an old retro TV with a Nintendo Yeah.
0: Yeah. That'd be real good. Yeah, man. If you were the TV man, mm-hmm. and you could drop any sort of household item mm-hmm. off to off to people, what would you what would you drop? Pizza. <laughs> That's a food. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um well that would be the nicest to receive. Uh he's he's done pretty good with TV. The old TV is probably the best the probably the best move, I reckon. Maybe fairly new electric blanket. Old ones freak me out. Like I'm pretty I've got a phobia of You want to drop nice gifts off. Like you yeah.
0: yeah, you you've got a pure heart when it comes to this. You want you want someone to really receive like a nice little surprise. You want to cheer up the neighborhood.
1: Yeah, where does your mind go? What would you be dropping off? Oh
0: um maybe like a a dirty blender. <laughs> Like, I've just chucked, like, heaps of tomatoes in there. And, just, and so it looks like a massacre scene. Just drop,
1: just drop that off at each. Ring the doorbell. And would you have a mask that looked like a dirty blender? <laughs> I'd have to, right? Yeah, man. <laughs> I'd, ha- I'd 100% have
0: to. But I just need, like, a blenders are pretty easy. Like, I just need a plastic tube and then maybe, like, a handle. And yep. how would I make the blades? Just out of, like, spray paint, silver cardboard?
1: Oh, uh, yep, yep. Yeah. Or, or sheet metal? That's too dangerous Sheet metal Yeah, I think just spray cardboard with silver spray paint Yeah And
0: maybe like serrate the edges of the cardboard
1: Yeah, Yeah. just snip it up a little Yeah,
0: the blender man Yeah Yeah, That sounds like a horror movie I'd hang out with you (laughs) With the blender man (laughs) If anyone is listening Mm. And has some old shit that they want to get rid of
1: Make Dro- yourself a mask.
0: Yeah, drop it off at a neighbor's house, video it, send it through to us, and just let us know how it goes. <laughs> if you've got anything lying around the house, whether it be, I know, some old spoons, a, a, a pot, uh, a um, what, 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 what else, Cam, some, like
1: a microwave? Jigsaws missing a few pieces. Yeah. Um, yes. Nintendo games that are a bit too scratched to work. Some old speakers that don't work anymore. Um, a photo
0: frame with a photo of an ex-partner in it.
1: A damp beanie, (laughs) a wristwatch with a crack in it. Some shoes
0: that don't have any tread on the bottom of them anymore.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So annoying.
0: Yeah, dude, you just slip and sliding everywhere you walk. And
1: sometimes you're like, oh, no, these are still sweet. They look clean. And then you walk and you're like, oh, that's why, Yeah." yeah.
0: I wish they left a note. Yeah I would have liked I think if, if you're listening And you're thinking about Doing a do, Doing a door drop of, of some household appliances Just put a nice little note on there mm-hmm. Leave a calling card Leave Leave, leave a, a A little nice little Made up name there That'd be
1: nice At least draw a smiley face On the note mm. It doesn't even have to say anything On the slippery shoes Just I want a post-it note With a smiling face Yeah That'd be
0: real nice Yeah <laughs>
1: Turkmenistan's leader does donuts next to a flaming crater to prove to his country that he's not dead. Dude, I fucking know this joint. So this is
0: this is um they 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 there's a show on it from that Kiwi guy the 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 um, guy Montgomery. He was the tur- the guy that did um like crazy tourism. Crazy tourist. Oh, yeah, what was yeah. what was that show called? Dark tourist. Dark tourism. Dark tourist. Yeah, and and he went to Turk. What's that? How do you
1: Turkmenistan.
0: Turkmenistan. Yeah, and he went there. Yeah, and, and he like and he spoke about this flaming pit that just keeps on burning. Right, Hell's Gate. Dude,
1: <clears throat> <clears throat> hit, throat> hit me. Hit me. Yeah, right. After a week long disappearance that sparked rumours of his death. <laughs> The president of Turkmenistan has appeared on state television, driving a rally car around and around a flaming gas crater known as Hell's Gate. Dude, this dude is a fucking nutter. He's his name's Gabangali. Gabangali is always on state TV, and the Gabangali. Gabangali. Gub, <laughs>
0: It's like, it's like that, that Bangarang,
1: but Gabangali. Yeah. <laughs> Gabangali is a mainstay of state television in the gas-rich Central Asian state. Uh, this was his first TV appearance since mid-July, when he was shown writing a book, pl- <laughs> playing with cats, and watching footage of himself as him and his grandson performed a song together, Prior to that, his most recent appearance on TV had been early July when he was overseeing a session of government. On Sunday, state television broadcast this report which showed him driving a rally car around Hell's Gate Crater.
0: Do you reckon it would have been, um, like, scheduled television or it would have been we interrupt, like it would have interrupted all
1: broadcasts. It would have interrupted and it would have just been one of his workers with a DVD, like <laughs> put this on now and the footage he's wearing a military style outfit, a backwards baseball cap. This guy's 62.
0: <laughs> what sort of baseball cap is it? Like a, is there a team team logo on it?
1: I can't tell what team it is. <laughs> the footage goes from this donuts around hell's gate to him Consecutively scoring three strikes In ten pin bowling (laughs) (laughs) This is his way to announce to his people I'm not dead And I just think it is the hugest way possible And it's not the first time he's done something like this So the 62 year old Had previously appeared in the news Uh performing a rap song with his grandson shooting targets while riding a bike and giving Russian President Vladimir Putin a puppy That's <laughs> the most nuts, interesting
0: man. leader in the world see the, the the have you seen photos of that capital city
1: in- only the crater.
0: Yeah, so in, in in that city, it's like all sort of sculptures and all and, and all this stuff. And when that um when when that uh Kiwi journalist went there from um from from the dark tourism show, mm. he was he got into as a journalist, got into um the it was the combat um combat sports uh, event for like judo and all this other stuff. Right. And it was in it was in in, in that city. Yeah. And um it was like super eerie, like there they were people. people. People telling him, like, always be careful. Like, Mm -hmm. all your hotel rooms are always bugged and it's like it's a fucking scary place. Yeah, man. And this guy sounds really cool but also super frightening. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like dictator frightening shit.
1: His kill count will be at least triple digits. Dude.
0: Be like at least, and yeah. he's just, but he's just, I don't know, it's just this whole thing that we have. It's the same with Putin. Like, Putin's the biggest gangster in a, in a negative, in like the most negative form of the word. Mm-hmm. Like, he's the biggest gangster in the world. And yet, there's just something about him that is mesmerizing mm-hmm. because he rides around on a horse with no shirt on and he's ripped.
1: Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? And he's kind to animals when he's in front of photographers. Yeah. And we just go, ah, oh, cutie. <laughs>
0: But really, he's a fucking horrible he's shit. He's a monster. He's an absolute monster. But it's weird, this whole thing that we have with dictators, where when we're not in that country, because it's just the the internet's just what we get fed every day. Yeah. And we probably see more photos. Well, we probably see more photos of that shit than we, like, read Articles of them Mm. doing bad stuff.
1: Oh, definitely. Which
0: is pretty bad, like, on our spots, but those photos are great.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They're very
0: entertaining. (laughs) Super entertaining, bro. (laughs) And we're just living our lives. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Cam. Falling Bear lands on police car in California causing it to burst into flames. Whoa,
1: that's some mid-90s action hero Dude, shit. I
0: had to, this is one of those stories that I had to verify a couple of times yeah. because I was like this this it's cuz I go off good sights. But I read some stories where I go this can't be real. Yeah. This can't be fucking real.
1: I love the way it's worded. It feels like maybe the bear burst into flames. <laughs> <laughs> read that Can you read that headline again and, ima- yeah. and if you're listening right now, imagine that that's what it means.
0: Falling bear lands on police car in California, causing it to burst into flames.
1: <laughs> How is that like image? Bear just yeah.
0: into flames. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> A
0: sheriff's deputy. Was on their way home to reports of a of, of of a crime when the bear either fell or jumped onto the bonnet. The bear smashed the windshield, with the car hitting an embankment, rolling onto its side and bursting into flames. Oof. The fire spread for half an acre and gutted the patrol vehicle, but the deputy managed to escape without serious injuries. Good. California's Department of Transportation issued a reminder to drivers to stay alert and be aware of the nature around them just in case a fucking bear jumps on your car. <laughs> what the fuck are you going to do? Couldn't have done anything. It also, uh, it, and uh, it also said, uh, don't worry, the bear also fled the scene. Oh, good. So I don't know if it's still alive. It's still on fire. <laughs> It's just how it is now. It's just a fire bear. <laughs> <laughs> have you uh, have you ever been in the, in in like a car where have hit an
1: animal or anything like that before, like a
0: deer or a? Yeah,
1: yeah, pretty terrifying. Not and not a wild animal either, like a, a dog. I was. A... Oh fuck. Yeah. Were you driving? No. Oh shit. So I was. Um... This is a, a quite a heavy story. <laughs>
0: That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> we, we go where the stories take us Yeah
1: uh, So I would have been like 14 In the passenger seat Dad was driving Driving us to some of his friends' house I think we were probably off to help them move furniture or something That's what you did a lot when you grew up in the yeah. church You're constantly, every weekend, helping people move house Yeah Um. We're on the way, just driving through the suburbs of Hastings It's like not quite pitch black Dusk And then both of us just kind of not talking, just zoning out, looking straight ahead, and then all of a sudden, and we both like, get a fright. I was like, what was that? And he looks in the vision mirror, and he's like, it was a dog. And I looked, and it was a Labrador limping, limping off the road. I was like. Oh, so it lived. So I was like shallow breathing. I was like, are we going to go back? My dad didn't answer. We kept driving. We got to the house. We helped them move furniture. I brought it up after the furniture. Oh, I said, "Should we knock on some doors and talk? Let's see if we can find the owners of that that dog." No answer.
0: <laughs> so dark. Oh. <laughs> so dark. I was, uh, see, I've never, I've, I've never, um, never been in a car that's, that's, that's hidden in an animal before. Yeah. But I've been in a, so we were, we were driving from, um, Brisbane to the Sunshine Coast. Yeah. And, um, our, uh, one of our friends, girlfriends at the time, she, her family had like a, a, a little holiday house there. Mm. And, and we would, Find out when her parents weren't there and we'd all Live get it in up. the cars and we'd go out there yeah, and shit. Yeah. Anyway, so we're driving up the coast and it is pissing down rain. Yeah. Like proper Queensland, like tropical style. Still rain. hot. Still hot. So yeah. it's like, so the, the thing is when it, when it's, when it's like, rain's coming down so hard mm. and all the body heat in these tiny little shitty cars, it just steams up the in, the entire car and yeah. you just can't, like everyone's like rubbing the windows to try and be, and we're in like this shitty cars where the aircon and stuff doesn't work. So mm-hmm. you can't actually, to like the what do you call it when you um defrost uh yeah like the the get rid of yeah get rid of that yeah. steam shit yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway we get we aquaplane, and we're in this area where it's like sort of like hills and like drop offs and shit and we aquaplane off the that road that means like
1: hovering on top of the water yeah
0: so you're just sliding across the imagine if like a if you had a car going across ice it's kind of like similar to that you've lost all traction and we hit this 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 slope and there's a stump about half a meter yeah off the ground and we hit this stump and it stops us from dropping down into this into this valley and the car rolling down the rolling down into this gully it was fucking insane yeah (laughs) And, and so, sorry, and then we're stuck in this, in, like, it, in this bit, and then this big queens that this guy rocks up past in a fucking four wheel drive and just latches us on with his with, with his pulley and just pulls us out of the out of the thing we drove off. And then well, I decided to drive. I was just like, look, because the driver was shaking up, yeah. and I and I hadn't started drinking yet, and I was yeah. like, I'll drive. Now I'm driving, oh, no. and we get into Sunshine Coast, and the car's fogged up again. And I'm like, "We're just around the corner." And we drive through this intersection, yep. and as I realise we're driving through, I look up, and we all look up at the same time, and the red lights oh. there. And I just couldn't stop, and I drive through. We just see these these lights coming from either side oh. of the car, and I get through the intersection, and we went, oh. and we went, and we and we and we got there, and we just said. Okay. If it's raining on the way home, we're not going Just home. Just stay another night. Just stay another fucking night. <laughs> and it wasn't raining. We got home safely. But it was sure. fucking intense.
1: Yeah, man. Yeah. I'm glad everyone was okay in that situation. Dude,
0: it's like, it's those kind of things when you're younger that are that uh, so lucky that nothing bad happened. But it's, yep. it's good in the way that scared me enough that now I'm always so like, was like safety never sleeps. That's my motto. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like you gotta be you yeah. gotta be aware of that shit. Yeah man, for sure. Japan is allowing human animal hybrids. The Japanese ministry have confirmed that they'll allow work to begin on a project that will include implanting human cell infused embryos into rodents. Last year the country passed controversial legislation that allowed scientists to not only implant hybrid embryos into animals but to bring them to term. Rather than introduce a new animal-human species in the world, the end goal of these early-stage experiments is to grow viable human transplant organs in animals. And what they've said, this is the quote, the Japanese government has stipulated that an embryo with a brain consisting of more than 30% human cells must be destroyed. They said, This will help us ensure that an animal with a human face will never be born
0: no good's going to come from this scam. Like no good is going to come. This is what we bring this up every fuck. This shit freaks me out. There's, there is like, if you're doing that stuff, someone is going to take like one of these rat humans home. 100%. Like, cause you're going to be like, I'm not like, I'm not going to be the one that's going to kill this, this, this animal with a human face.
1: Yeah. But and then, they can see on the scan, they can see oh, rat body, little yeah. rat arms, but look at that cute little face. I wonder what they'd be like if they grew up. Wild.
0: Real wild. Hyperactive. Mate. Yeah, but then probably like s- smarter than, your, than, than what any other animal that's already out, right? Yeah,
1: smarter than the rats.
0: Yeah. But what if you started doing, okay, what if you started getting, what do you reckon the closest um, animal to us uh, brain-wise, intelligence-wise? Dolphin. Dolphin or, or an orca, I'd say. Yeah. One either of on the two. And what if the people started doing it on those? And then you get like a, a dolphin with a human face, and then like the ability to sort of communicate. Mediate. With, yeah, dude. Yeah, man. And then you have like an ocean mediator. Actually, I've kind of into that idea. Yeah. If you keep them off land,
1: it's because it's rat that the other idea is gross. Yeah, I
0: don't like it. I don't yeah. like the rat idea. But yeah, if man. it was a, if it was a dolphin with a human face. And, and that's they, a mermaid right that's a fucking mermaid, so that you're like you're telling me from this article that they reckon that it's possible that you'll be able to make mermaids in the future. hmm that's wild man
1: yeah well that some an animal will at least be pregnant with a mermaid and then they'll they're just saying they'll abort it. <laughs> they're saying <laughs> they're basically <laughs> that's what's so weird about that quote. listen to it. they've said. We stipulate that an embryo with a brain consisting of more than thirty percent human cells must be destroyed. This will help us ensure that an animal with a human face will never be born. And the bit that sticks out to me there is, "will never be born." It doesn't mean it doesn't exist. Like (laughs) there's a a rat with a face of abortions of rats with our faces. It is fucked up. Probably like with it doing a tiny little. Ah, please no.
0: Dude, it's 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 the whole thing is why I am sort of quite into the idea that humans are just the the caterpillar stage of of evolution's oh, yeah. like evolution for us because I don't know like we're doing all this weird shit we're making heaps of AI we're fucking with Mother Nature mm. that's just never gonna stop. Yeah. And I think that it's, it's like that's programmed in us to yeah. do
1: that. Because do you think that without technology and without trying to do all of these experiments, mm-hmm. if we just naturally kept breeding, breeding, yeah. breeding, breeding, then in like half a million years, our bodies would be different again. Like we would have gills or something.
0: Well, I I think that it would be, I think that it would be a, um, a gradual steady amount of evolution. Mm. But when you do this kind of shit, that's, that's, it's, it's, it's it's like giving steroids to somebody, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's really amping up that, that yeah. evolution side yeah. where it's if we didn't fuck with that, I think that w- the human race would change, but it would be a gradual thing over, over centuries and, 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 and like multiple generations and multiple mm-hmm. sort of uh, inhabitants on this world. Mm-hmm. But if they're doing that now, Then all that shit that we watched when we were kids, like Biker Mice from Mars and all those fucking cartoons, like that that kind of shit is possible.
1: I forgot Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, bro. I got really caught on the the rat having a face. I forgot that it could also wear a leather jacket. That was the best show, man. You used to watch that shit, yeah, man. Biker Mice from Mars was the fucking jam. That was more me than um than Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Me like Biker Mice from Mars and Street Sharks. Although Street in New- Sharks was the shit too. That was such a good show. In New Zealand, they thrashed us with reruns. Like yeah. I think there was probably only one or two seasons of that mm-hmm. show, but they played that every weekend for maybe four years. <laughs> I just remember getting to like yeah three and being like, "Yep, I'm like I'm in." <laughs> <laughs> but another storyline, guys, would be great. <laughs> so, did you have the um, like a cartoon show that was on every morning before school as well? Yeah, Toxic Avenger. Is that what it was called? Oh, like that's a different show.
0: Oh, yeah. But was it was it like hosted by people that played? Played shows
1: like oh, like like presenters, yeah, introducing shows. Yeah, on Saturday morning we had one called What Now, okay, and you could get gunged where sl- they pour slime on your head. Gunged, yeah, <laughs> that's you don't want to get gunged. because
0: <laughs> eh? <laughs> yeah. we had Cheese TV.
1: Okay, yeah, that would have been the same sort of thing. And then right before
0: <clears throat> Cheese TV, so Cheese TV would start at um, six or six thirty in the morning, mm-hmm. and then the. Hour block before Cheese TV was Oz Aerobics, and it was like it was it was like this this sort of like um, '80s style, '80s '90s style, um, like aerobics with these like. Really attractive, attractive women doing aerobics like um, on the grass near Sin- Sydney Opera House.
1: Did it give you a bit of an awakening?
0: Big time. And I remember like being a being a kid around like eleven, twelve years old, and like waking up a bit earlier and like
1: tiptoeing out.
0: Yeah, still working like out how my dick worked and everything. Yeah, but like going out there and being like, oh yeah,
1: this is a new feeling. Did you have it on mute and look over your shoulder?
0: I was, yeah, I felt guilt. Like it was it was one of those things where you're like, I know I'm being like naughty.
1: It's interesting how deeply embedded guilt is with even just thinking about anything sexual. It's weird, eh?
0: Dude, there's I reckon that there is like when you're when you're a teenager, especially I'm I'm sure it's similar for girls, but especially for boys, when you're a teenager. And you're watching watching porn, knowing that at any time anyone can come home. I reckon in that moment, your hearing and awareness is the greatest that it will ever be in your entire life. Like you're so aware. Mm. Just you can you can hear anything like a pin drops outside and you're like,
1: Yeah, man. Someone's gonna catch me. I've heard a fan theory that Spider Man is all an allegory for puberty. Because he suddenly goes through this experience Where all of a sudden he's creating all of this white um, Substance And it's firing out of him And I'd always kind of been like eh, I don't know if that's what Stan Lee was going for when he created Spider-Man, but yeah. now that you're saying like Heightened awareness, yeah. I realised Spider-Man has that skill too yep. so Spider-Man probably is 100% a metaphor for male puberty I think
0: For, yeah. for the early stage of wanking
1: Yeah, yeah. that kind of like <laughs> <laughs> Who's gonna that walk in? Always do it, yeah. You have in your head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no locks on your bedroom doors. Every it's every wank is Russian roulette.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. I remember um, my dad caught me masturbating once. Yeah, because um, we would it was it was a real risky, real risky wank because mm-hmm. we would um, have the aircon on, but we, the aircon was in like two rooms of the of 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 the like one end of the house, right? Yep. So to aircon that whole end of the house, all the doors would be open, and we and we had a door that shut like halfway on the house, mm-hmm. and so my bedroom door was open. Whoa. And- <laughs> This it's hot,
1: dude. It's real hot. You don't know, understand. It's so. Hot. It gets so hot. It's a huge move. So, would shutting the door actually seem like something was? That'd be more suspicious yeah. of a shut door. I was
0: like, "What are you doing there? Like getting
1: like super sweaty
0: and gross." <laughs> so,
1: so I guess your yeah. your hand was forced.
0: Yeah, it was. You had to
1: leave the door open. <laughs> My hand was forced in more ways than one. <laughs> <laughs> so, we threw it.
0: Oh, that's it, it, it. Wasn't there wasn't too much to it. I was I had like a, a quilt that my mother made me when I was a kid, oh. and I had that over the top of me.
1: And just walked what time around. of day was it to be under the, uh, under no, the blanket? Uh, it
0: was like uh, in the evening, maybe like. 6 or 7 p.m. So not Something too like that. crazy that you're under a blanket. No. and then oh, 6 p.m. And then dad came around the corner and made that noise that all dads make when they catch you catch you masturbating as a kid. Whoa. Duh. Whoa. Oh. <laughs> Never spoke about it. <laughs> Nor should you. Push that feeling down. Push that memory way, way down.
1: Oh, man.
0: All right, Camo. Huge sinkhole threatens to swallow pub in secret medieval cellar into a secret medieval cellar. So part of the venue um, uh, was left dangling over the edge of a 16-feet deep hole after it suddenly emerged overnight yesterday. Gas and electricity in the area were cut off and local media says nobody is believed to be hurt. For now, um... The place, the pub remains closed until they can, of course it is, like yeah. it, 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 until they can maintain the building is safe. So I'll
1: show you a photo of this fucking hole, dude. All the sinkholes to me, all of them look like either Photoshop or those people that draw like, um, what do you call it? Like Not magic eyes, but what? Uh, where somebody's just trying to trick your brain. Oh, Trick so, photography, so that looks like. Even though I know what you're showing yeah. me is real, it yeah. looks like those street artists that oh, draw yeah, a hole they on do the Doing a really good
0: job, though. They
1: nail it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe they're getting too good. So yeah. when I look at that, I'm not like blown away because of the <laughs> annoying street artists. But that's insane. Like I'm glad no one's hurt. That's a big hole. Do
0: nuts because there was so there was one in um, in Ipswich about two years ago, which is a place in um, outside of about. An hour outside of Brisbane, mm-hmm. there was one in Geelong, just outside of Melbourne. Oh no, and, dude! At any time, these things are so underneath this um, this area of the street was a medieval cellar that they <laughs> that they just built the road on on top of, and over time, and it just it just corroded away. Yeah. And it's a massive fucking drop into the earth. Yeah, and it's like I just think that it, it kind of freaks like that freaks me out. More than earthquakes freak me out. I mean, I didn't grow up in New Zealand, so we don't get earthquakes here. Mm. But, um, like, the, like that could just happen anywhere, at any time, in any road. If you're listening to this, walking down the street right now, boom, you could be gone. Yeah. Bang.
1: Just fall inside Sink the hole. earth. Yeah.
0: <laughs> just just for no reason. It's just like, yep, yeah. yeah, it's the time. Yeah. It's the time for this hole into the ground to open up into abyss. If-
1: Anyone listening right now suffers from any kind of paranoia issues. <laughs> <laughs> that is a type of risk you can never prepare for. No, you really can't. Because well, that's the whole
0: thing. It's just like we, like, we, we are in 100% in cities that have been around for a while uh, are even more likely because
1: people just build over the top of shit. Mm. It seems kind of lazy.
0: Yeah, but I I think that we were as a people just really lazy for
1: a really long time. Yeah, I think our priorities were different. We were like, oh, we better set up shop here because the boats need to sell their stuff here. Where should we put the road? Um, on top of the cellar. Should we not knock the cellar down? Quick, make the road. Yeah, we need it. Yeah. Why,
0: why are you causing more problems for everybody? You a jerk, Brian. All right, I'm are building you a the jerk, road,
1: Brian. I'm building the road. <laughs>
0: That's more like it. Thank you, Brian. (laughs) But it's true though, man, and it's just like, and it's just, and it, and it's just crazy because we don't know, like, especially even in Melbourne. Melbourne's like fucking a pretty old, a pretty old city too. And you see all these, and and there is heaps of like underground, like under every fucking pub. There's yeah, like, there's, there's 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 um uh, underground cellars and shit like that. And for sure, people have built roads and shit over the top of that. Yeah, in, man, in this, this city.
1: whole city is on top of cellars. I just realized every time when you're walking down the street yep. and you look through that grate, you're like, mm-hmm. oh, yep, okay, so I'm on the second story without even planning it 100% it could all of them could collapse sinkhole waiting to happen <laughs> <laughs> All right well i think that brings us to the end of our scheduled stories Timmy's going to pour himself another whiskey
0: A little whiskey
1: and we can do a little quick ad for Jameson Oh Jameson you whiskey could, <laughs> If you consider yourself a bloke but not a kind of bloke that plays sport, not a kind of bloke that does arm wrestles, the kind of bloke with integrity, the kind of bloke that walks into a room, meets a new group of people, and what does he say when he meets that new group of people, To me, Howdy. <laughs> if you're the kind of bloke that says howdy, <laughs> make sure you drink Jameson. That's our first sponsored part of the show, second sponsored part of the show. This is the 15-second version of the ad, to me. Jameson's Whiskey. For guys that walk into a room and say, Howdy. Perfect day. Eh? Yeah, nice. They should start paying us, so Yeah. The sound of the uh, ice going into the glass, too. That was real nice, eh? Yeah. a
0: good little touch. Um, that brings us to the end of our news story. So I think uh, we uh, next up have a send-in, do we, Cam?
1: Yes, we do. Um I, I might sound surprised, and that's because I forgot.
0: <laughs> so this one was sent in by Stallion Peters, who is a, a who's probably my favourite um, stallion that that sends into the to the podcast. He's always he's always got his finger on the pulse, that man. He's a master. He really is the people's champ. They call
1: him. <laughs> Guy went for one drink after flight delay and ended up on a 43-day bender. If you think you've had some wild nights out, you might want to reevaluate after reading about one guy who went for one drink and ended up on a 43-day 43, 43 bender in Russia. <laughs> Thai chef. Utai was due to fly from Russia to Budapest when his flight was delayed by five days. He decided to go for a pint to drown his sorrows, but ended up starting his marathon by rinsing all the bars in Moscow's airport. It's nice to see rinsing used by...
0: Dude, it's so good that it's catching odds. So if if, if you're listening, you're like, what, what the hell is rinsing? Can you just explain rinsing to people,
1: Cam? Rinsing basically means... Kick ons. So if you've been rinsing for two days, you've been nonstop for two days. You don't
0: sleep, you go you you, the sun comes up, you go over to the basin, you splash your face with some water, and you and you and you're on your
1: bike again. Find uh, housemate's leg razor, shave your face. Do whatever you can to make yep. your body feel fresh, because yep. your mind does not. I, my move was always the half shower, and it was a great move. Great
0: move, especially in the summer. And, and what a ha- half shower is is pretty much what it says. You just take your top off, put the top half of your body under some some the the coldest that you can get the the, the shower to go, and just just chuck yourself in under there, rinse yourself
1: off, and you and you and you're good to keep on going. Get back into the sun. Add some ice to your drink. <laughs> drink faster if you're feeling. Feeling worn out? Drink some rosé, get some sugar into your bloodstream, <laughs> and stop complaining. <laughs> That's what rinsing is. Uh, however, he was forced to leave the airport when he was arrested. He admits his memory of the events are a little hazy, but he says he continued drinking. And after two weeks of non-stop drinking, he managed to lose his passport and all of his belongings. He took on a job. He got a job yeah, <laughs> during a bender. How crazy is he that? Took on- <laughs> <laughs> so he's good at rinsing Because if you can still manage to pull things together Like you go meet a relative during a rinse And then come back and carry on Then you're a master yeah. Dude,
0: someone hired him
1: Yeah, he, he went to a job interview yeah. and nailed it Yep <laughs> <laughs> So <laughs> so someone hired him as a rubbish collector Still he had to go through the process Still got a job, man And he got enough money to carry on And buy himself another ticket home However, his family was sick with worry <laughs> After he failed to return home from the trip After being reported missing by his family He was eventually found on Tuesday in Kimki City 17 miles away from Moscow airport He was then taken to the Thai embassy in Moscow Where he's being looked after Until he's able to fly home There's a
0: photo of him They just need to get him to sleep for like yeah. two
1: weeks Like give him pizza Pat his head They've, um, they've taken a photo of him looking so like Kind of cute and humbled yeah. Sitting on the bed at the embassy And this is what he said I was so upset after being told by the airline to wait for five days. I think I just decided to drink until I couldn't remember anything. But then I lost my passport. I have no idea how I went to Kim Kee. I just remember I was arrested by the police a couple of times. (laughs) Love this guy. I lent some money to a Thai woman. He's, I love it because it's just generous those, as well. Like, yeah, good yeah. on him. He's just getting the flashbacks as he's telling the story. <laughs> I lent some money to a Thai woman who's married to a Russian guy, and I was working as a garbage collector to try and save some money for a new ticket. After hearing his story. This is now not him talking anymore. After hearing his story, all I'm wondering is why on earth he didn't attempt to get in touch with his family earlier after the 43-day bender, although his family's concerns were probably at the bottom of the list of worries after his six-week-plus sesh. So, yeah, he knows how to rinse. Dude, I mean, I think he just became the king of the rinse.
0: I've never heard a rinse story more more impressive than that.
1: I think that he almost makes me want to drink again. (laughs) If I knew he was in town,
0: <laughs> he's he's the one that could that could that could get you back. I reckon he could bend my rubber arm. I don't know, man. That's like that's like um, it, it's like never never. Sw- it's like it's like not being in water for 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 three years and then just deciding I'm going to swim down Niagara Falls. <laughs> <laughs> I don't advise it, eh? Yeah,
1: yeah. There's too much gusto there. It would be unwise, I think. <laughs> All right, Cam, that brings us to the part
0: of the podcast where we cleanse the platter, we leave the listeners with a good news story of the week. So this one's a short and sweet one. Uh, The headline is 60 Farmers Harvest Crop for Neighbour Battling Cancer. 60 Farmers in Washington came out and harvested the wheat crop of a neighbour who was battling cancer.
1: Nice.
0: Um, Larry owns a 1,200-acre farm in Ritzville, but he has stage four skin cancer and can no longer work his fields. So his neighbours came out with all their equipment. They were able to complete three weeks of work um, and harvesting in just six hours because they had 60 guys all on tractors all rock up there to help out their mate. Huge Um, uh, effort. And Larry said... It's, it's um, not describable, the, the gratitude I have for what's going on. This is just an, an amazing show of human nature and yeah. it's just a beautiful thing and that's why I love small communities because they just help each other out, man. So yeah. that's just the beauty of small places. And I, I think sometimes when you live in the city that gets lost a little bit mm-hmm. and it's nice to hear stories like this to remind you that, like you know, you gotta look out for people. People having a shit time. People having like a going through a tough time in life. Be one of those people that helps band together and, and help and help them out. You know.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Prop yeah. each other up. Hundred percent. Yeah, a man. Beautiful thing. Love that. All right. We're playing this Saturday to welcome drunk mums home. We're playing at the Bendigo hotel with limes.
0: Yeah. that will be really good. So, um, tickets, tickets online, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. If you, if you go to, uh, the charging stallion Facebook page or the drunk mums Facebook page, there will be, uh, links there to the event.
1: Yep. Yeah. What else do we want people to think about?
0: Um, we, we, uh, we got another show next month. Um, with Wave Vom, who are coming from mm-hmm. uh, Wollongong to play. Yep. Um, we've got, uh, and then we're just going to have podcasts coming out. So yeah. just, and keep sending in news stories. Yeah. Um, that's that, that's a big one. Keep sending news stories. Even um, if you've got your own news, where because es- mm. essentially news is just a story. If you've got a story of something that's happened in your suburb In your community, or something that your friends seen, or that you or that
1: you have seen, send it in because I love we want to hear idea. it. That's yeah. so good, man. Especially good news like that story you just told. If there's yep. something that you if there's something that you think could be done that we could help out with or you know that someone is doing doing it tough and they need a hand, we'd love to talk about that as a g- good news story as well.
0: Or if you know about someone that is wanting to become a poo jogger or <laughs> – or someone that's leaving uh, uh, kitchen utensils at people's front door, you know. Let us with know. a TV on their head. We want to know. We want to know all of it. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you very much uh, for listening to a, to another episode, and um, thank you again um, for uh, Top Nachos for um, coming on our last episode and 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 for hanging out with us while they were over here from America. And thank you for listening and for and for following our podcast.
1: You've been such great company. Thank you.